Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. It's mm-hmm. been a while since I could record a podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ted, I heard you went skiing recently. I did. Ooh. I did. Um, well, I uh, um, I think skiing is a um, <laughs> it's a it's a relative term for for what happened. I think generous. I was it's a I was on term. I was on skis, and you were moving down a mountain. I did move down a mountain. Um, it took an hour. I went about six hundred feet, maybe eight hundred feet, if we're being generous. Uh, yeah, I was on those skis for a majority of that time. Um, I fell down a where lot. Where were you for the minor? Where were you for the rest of the time? Uh, on the ground, <laughs> on my oh, belly, okay. on my back, on my side. Um, and then, then I got taken off the mountain on by ski patrol on the back of a snowmobile. Now what? I was not in the. I was not in the. <laughs> I was not in the little sled, but um, that's good. That's good. But I, I did sit on the. I almost fell off of the snowmobile getting on the snowmobile. By the way, <laughs> mind you, I just. I, I think I need to take lessons. Um, I almost killed a little kid in line before we even got on the lift. I fell down waiting for the lift. Um, dropped my glove while waiting for the lift. I got on the lift just fine. And I got off the lift like a fucking stud. Just done. Off the lift, <laughs> on the lift. Like I had done it 10,000 times. The rest of it? No. Uh, pizza wedging? No. Doesn't work. Uh, I don't know how to chalk... I don't know what to chalk that up to. Uh, maybe, I, maybe in my older age, I'm... I'm Last time I skied, I was 13, so I'm much heavier now than I was when I was 13. And Your bones are a lot less rubbery, too. Well, yeah, but being heavier, <laughs> I don't think the pizza wedge works as well when you're trying to stop, you know, this big hunk of man meat going down the mountain versus when I was 13. Pizza wedge worked, but I also just fell, and it didn't hurt. Yeah, um, your center of gravity was a little lower back then. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's the scariest part about skiing? What's that? Uh, trying to stop. Not stopping, twirling around, and going down the mountain backwards. That is a frightening experience. See, that like, sounds like an advanced technique to me. Like, I think a lot of people I think yourself yourself short. Sure, I don't think a lot of people can do that. I know? think the, the ski instructor that passed me when I was going down backwards, screaming, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" Oh, fuck. <laughs> may have may have made his money that day, uh, just in laughing because he was staring at me hysterically dying um, <laughs> as he was passing me by. <laughs> Because uh, I'm trying to figure out like how to like spin back around, right? Because I was moving. I was like, "This is I want to keep this momentum and get down this mountain so I can be done, right?" Mm-hmm. I only want to do this one time. Um, no, nope. I then I fell forward up the mountain, spread eagle, and then I uh, had to figure out how to flip myself back over because, of course, my skis didn't pop off like they're supposed to. I don't know you what that the, is, uh... but skis never pop off of my feet when I fall. Like that's mm-hmm. this is a consistent thing with me with skiing. No, I've I've heard of that trick. I think that's called the 180 Sailing Dutchman. Is, is techni- <laughs> the technical name for that that trick? Listen, I think I was pulling out all sorts of tricks. At one point, my ski started flying down the mountain without me. Um, <laughs> luckily, I had a friend who was able to grab my ski, and then I had to awkwardly like you know make my like shuffle my way over to him down a mountain. So that was oh, with uh, one ski. With one ski. Yeah. Yeah. This I think yeah a, they call, they call that one the, the lost fry. So you uh, sounds like you pulled that one off too. I just what happened? I know, but maybe you can speak more to this because you know you are a West Coaster now or closer to a West Coaster, close to Utah, which is where I was skiing. Yeah, what I live happened, in the West. Yeah, what happened to the Bunny Hills? Um, see, so you t- told me a little bit about this this trip before, and you told me where you were going, and you told me what the run that you did all of this on. And I looked, and there is, looks like on the trail map, there is a bunny hill that maybe they just weren't open or something when you went. Mm. I, I asked the ski patrol guy on, while he was driving me down the mountain on the snowmobile, if there was a bunny hill. And he said no. Well, I think he assessed the condition you were in and, and decided that <laughs> whatever is, is less of a bunny hill is what you need. Like... I remember back in the day going like Wachusett or Mount Snow or any of those. They had a nice little bunny hill. I think the one at at Wachusett has a little handle that you like you hold on with the rope and it like yanks you up the mm-hmm. hill. And that's was, you know that's not easy either. But that's what I was looking for. I was just looking for a nice little one that go down. It does. It's not super steep. Like I can just 
get my bearings. Not this one. This one turned into a blue halfway down. It was called the Majestic. And like I told you guys, there was, there was nothing majestic about my trip down this mountain. <laughs> so I, I think I'm missing some key plot points here. Um, was was it a medical rescue or a safety for other people rescue was happening? Like what happened? Or were they like, you are <laughs> you are doing more damage to the mountain than it deserves? No, I think he what he called it when, because he has like, they radio everything in. Um, it was either he was going to rescue me or I was going to walk down the mountain at that point or, or sit on my skis and slide down like a, you know, like it was a sled. Yeah. I think he said it was, they have it like under, I think it was called underskilled. Oh, okay. okay. So he's like, we have an underskilled on the majestic. Uh, yeah. So he, so over, do you, maybe, just, maybe, I don't know. I think maybe you were just overskilled and they just couldn't <laughs> handle it. Ober just you threw were just a map too intimidating. Of, of Brighton into the chat. So, um. Yeah, so majestic, right there. It's that. That's the one I was on. Yeah, see the little one called Explorer to the that's left of that. Just, that's what I was just looking at. Yeah. Uh, I should have found that one. Yeah, I think you were uh, you were not ready for, to graduate to majestic. So, Obert, if you look at this, look at the very sure. top of look at the very top of majestic. Yeah, there's a a blue there called uh, Mary Mary back. Yeah, but it starts off green. If you notice. Yeah, yeah. And then it turns to blue. Mm, yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> you can't. Run shouldn't stop. get harder. No, it should just be the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like, how am I as a as a as a new person supposed to do that? Like, say, like I say, I did fine on the Explorer, and it was fine. I could get down to just fine. I could stop. I could do everything. What in their right mind says, "Hey, you know what? Now you should jump from green to blue." Mid run, mind you. Um, looks like there's just, a green like off to the side. I can't read it in my discord chat but all the way to the right is that just a straight green all the way down for the most part i can't see it from here but yeah that's weird i mean it, there's a reason i live in the south and i don't i don't like snow anymore but i went i went snowboarding once and it was much the same <laughs> like even if you go up like the snake creek express like that green line that's called sunshine ends middle of the mountain how well i'm glad that you survived I am too. I actually, there was a point where I was convinced that I was going to die. Cause like what, what I didn't tell you is that there's on after the first little hill of this mountain, it's a turn. Like you have to make a turn and it's a sharp turn. It's not like a, just like a, Oh, you have to veer slightly to the left. It's like you have to turn or else there's trees. And at one point going down, even face, this is face first or backwards i was i was 1000 percent convinced that if i got up to, to speed to terminal velocity speed for me on skis i was not stopping before i hit that tree right um so there was a point where i was convinced i was dying and then i didn't know like i didn't never i've never had snow patrol have to rescue me before i didn't know snow patrol actually rescued people who like were under or were under skilled for the mountain you were on I honestly was like, I don't know how the fuck I'm getting down off this mountain. My options were walk, which it was too steep to walk, and I was in snow boots, which I was slipping in those anyways, or sit on my skis and slide down. So that hey, was that's just a, a fun a fun sled ride there. Well, that except for the little the little hoopty doos that stick into the snow to stop your skis from like really flying away. Mm. Those would have really protruded me from uh got in the way of me uh skiing or sliding down the hill. So I might have had to like murder a bear. Um. And like use that carcass to like slide. I don't know what I was going to do. I was I was imagining you laying on your belly, holding like kind of your your feet behind you, holding onto your skis, kind of making a, a U shape with your uh, and just sliding down that way. It, listen, I thought about it. I was like, I could roll. Like it was a. It's not a. It's. I mean, it's the. It's the short. It's the second shortest. I guess looking at this map, the second shortest run. But it was not. Uh. It was not insignificant. Like, it doesn't tell you the height, I guess, on here for how high the run was. But it was a good seven or eight minute chairlift up to the top of this thing. Yeah. Now, it looks like the entire mountain is about 3,000. So, yeah, you're probably about a good 1,200 feet up from the base there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Well, um, I know one area where I would never call you underskilled, and that's drinking beer. <laughs> Thanks. That was so, a long setup for this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what you want to you want to share us some of your your appropriately skilled talents here and um, and rate or review a beer? Sure. You earned it. So 
I will say my final thought is I am glad to have my uh, my feet back on non-slippery ground, and I'm ready to drink this beer. There we go. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. So my beer this week is, you know, we're, we're still kind of coming out of Christmas season. So I figured still a timely beer. Um, You know, I don't think we're quite at Valentine's Day yet. So might as well use up the last of my Christmas beer while, I, while it's still, you know, somewhat fresh. There you go. I've got this beer uh, from Evil Twin Brewing Company called Even More Xmas Miracle 2022. So I bought this last Christmas. During 12%, they do like a like a 12 days of like Christmas bottle sale. And each day they release a different bottle. Um, and you're allowed to buy like two of them. So generally speaking, I am not the biggest Evil Twin fan. Um, I think some of their beers are overly boozy. I think some of their beers are overly sweet. But I always feel like like I'm like drawn to like continually or continue to try them. Don't know what yeah, it is about them. You can't quit. You can't turn away. Yeah. I like because I like I think I expect them to be good, and I'm always slightly disappointed. But this one had a nice little wax seal on it. Uh, cut that off pretty easily, unlike my time like many many moons ago where I struggled with that. But this is called a very their, their description a very limited edition maple bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. See, I can see why you keep going back to it because it's like got the red and green wrapping paper looking label. It's got a very nice gold, almost creamy eggnoggy wax seal and and I love gold, I love like maple ribbon. Yeah. Uh this baby weighs in at twelve percent ABV and it is in a sixteen point nine ounce bomber. Pours beautifully. Um you know I don't need to really test this with the, the T Rex thing, but you know if you do, you're not seeing it. You are completely hidden in here you're like wearing the invisibility cloak in harry potter black is coal in your stocking correct or as the glass says black is beautiful from way back in 2020 i think these glasses were released Mm, that was a long time ago now yeah on the nose it definitely smells like bourbon and maple uh that's what i get it is it smells like it's gonna be evil twinny sickeningly sweet like very very sweet it's i i that's just my my initial smell impression so uh, let's try this baby out. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. That's actually surprisingly not bad. Um, it is not sickeningly sweet. It is very malty. Um, a lot more malty than I expected it to be. I don't get any bourbon burn at all. Um, it's a Christmas miracle. That is that is a <laughs> Christmas miracle. You know, uh, it's it's got like a nice subtle flavor of of maple like it's it's not overly aggressive which is shocking to me um this is this is really good like like i'm i'm shocked like i need to i'm gonna applause evil twin because this is like the first beer in like a long time for them that i've had that i was not like almost repulsed to drink <laughs> what a glowing review <laughs> i mean it's is if another brewery brewed this i would not have been hesitant to try it and this would be this would be getting a fantastic review so i need to i need to remove my preconceived notions about evil twin and kind of put on my my non-judgmental beer drinking hat you might say check yourself before you wreck yourself (laughs) yes much like me on the uh on the slopes i need to check myself before i wreck myself on a tree (laughs) um no, very nice, subtle maple flavor. Um, once you get past the first initial sip, that that kind of maltiness kind of fades away. Your mouth gets a little bit used to it. It's it's your it's a straight up bourbon barrel beer that was aged with maple. Um, it's not much deeper than that. It is it is as bone bare a bourbon maple beer as you're gonna find. And it and I'm here for it because that is that's what I like. It, it has like that sweetness from the maple. It blends very well with kind of the spiciness from the bourbon. I wish it told you what bourbon barrel it was aged in, but it doesn't. Overall though, good beer by uh, Evil Twin. Kind of upset that I opened this one this soon then because it's good, but at least, you know, at least I didn't age it for too long. I only aged it a year. So some of those flavors may have, maybe, maybe 
maybe if I would have tried it when it was brand new, it would have been overly sweet, and maybe over time, the, the sweetness has kind of mellowed itself out, which makes this a fantastic beer. Um, and I'm a connoisseur of bourbon barrel-aged beers. I'm going to say this is a, say it's a 425. Ooh, okay. Yeah, All right. That's a good one. This is a surprise. Evil Twin, you have surprised me. You know what this means? The next time I see a bourbon barrel-aged Evil Twin beer, I'm going to fucking buy it, and I'm going to fucking hate it. <laughs> Hey now, now you just you just said this one was good. Mm. Maybe <laughs> and, they turned a corner. And but it's you like, said you just spoke about like breaking up those preconceived notions and stuff like that. You know, I know, but it's like it's like twenty twenty four. Just when they think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> it, 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 just do it. It's just I, I, all right, I, Evil I, Twin. I, feel like I, I was I was gonna say I feel like Evil Twin overall. I think I enjoy them, but I don't. Number one, have not had as many Evil Twin as you, and number two. I only get like the big, big releases every once in a while. So, but um, you know what I'm talking about? Like some of their beers are just like too much. Like it's just like, hmm. like they're even more sweet baby or even more Jesus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You get that sometimes. It's super like, sweet. I, yeah, you're like I can't much. drink this. Like I need to I re- share this. Yeah. with people. I remember they they do the Molotov series. Yeah, I do not like those. I'm not no. a fan. So I I completely get you. Um, I, it's just the one beer that sticks in my mind to Evil Twin. You guys would both remember this. Um, I was living at Ben's house, and you guys are both over, and I had bought a four pack of Even More Jesus. So it was a brown can. I'll never forget this. You, were, we were over. <laughs> we were, I think we were playing. Chris was Chris was being our uh, our GM for Pathfinder, and I remember buying it. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to drink this while we're playing Pathfinder, and I remember like forcing it upon you too because I just drank it. and I was like, I don't like this, <laughs> and I made I us drink was... all four of them. <laughs> I think that was the day that uh, we cracked open the 1050 that broke and oh. spilled everywhere. When Chris yeah. ruined my 1050 whoever, that I've been aging for like years. Whoever did that? Somebody did that. I don't. Yeah, it's I'm not to remember, too sure. Uh, yeah, we got so, so drunk. I don't remember. Some people. Some people say it probably didn't even happen. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was that was upsetting. That beer was that beer was going to be. It was so good, but so much of it was on the floor of. Of the house and in my beer fridge and everywhere else. Or my beer cooler, my beer freezer at the time. So you got to mm. tell me which of these you would check this beer in under, okay? I, okay? I was actually, I was about to ask Obert for consultation because I don't know. Well, this is, I think this is whichever Ted would check it in. Okay, as, I've right? got, yeah, I've got okay. the bottle. So there's even more Excess Miracle 2022 with 115 check-ins. Okay. Okay. There's also even more Excess Miracle 2022 in parentheses, Cream Wax with 53 check-ins. Neither has a picture. I mean, there are pictures in the, the check-ins. check-in. Yes. Right. But not, yeah. not, not from the brewery. I guess if you look at, at the pictures of the check-in for the one that doesn't say Cream Wax, does it have the Cream Wax? I saw I'm, Red Wax. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure some people are going to be checking it in. But yeah, it looks like I see red wax instead. So are you Ugh. saying you would only you check it in as the cream wax or just unlabeled? I mean, I would say that I would probably just pick the first one in the list and just go with it. But that one does have more check-ins, but it doesn't say cream wax. <laughs> mm. Is there another distinguishment of wax? Like, is it just like yes, there's, cream wax well, the there's, only one? <laughs> well, there's uh, 2023 green wax, right? So... Uh. Yeah. I mean, I generally try to skew with the ones with the more check-in. Okay. So that's the one. You, but I'm going to let you, like, I always. No, no, no. This is, you tell me which one you would check it in as, and then that's what we're going to rate it on. I generally would go with the one with more, because I want to be part okay. of the crowd, and I want to I wanna do okay, that. Okay, so that's even more Excess Miracle 2022 with 115 check-ins. Okay. It's so weird. Like, I'm looking to see if there's, like, a difference, but it doesn't, it looks like it's the same beer, just the same color beer. Wax, waxes. I have no clue where we're going to be at with this one. I guess the 425. People like Evil Twin. I'm going to take another sip. The deciding sip. This one is hard. I'm in a, I'm in a funk recently. Ober got a perfect score last week. I did, and it didn't even count. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, haven't won in weeks. Or well, none we of us well, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We're, we're going to get to that later. It's a very long drought for anybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am man of the people. I am the people's champ. But I can't get it's never I'm gonna guess four two four. Okay. Final final answer. Well, you picked the right one to check in. The other one was a four four nine. This one four two two point oh two off. Wait, so the one that the the the, the one I checked in four two two. Yes. 
Yes. But the one that was technically the cream wax one was a four, four, five, four, nine. Four, 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 nine. Jesus Christ. I can yeah. safely tell you this is not a four, four, nine. <laughs> yeah. It is not. It, four and a half never went through my mind to rate it at at that. It never went through my mind to, to guess that. No, that one's wrong. Well, I don't know. It's the cream wax. Everybody got thrown off. Yeah, the cream wax. <laughs> exactly. They, they were going to rate it a 425 until they went to check it in and saw there was a cream wax one. I was like, oh, this must be the fancy one. And then, Right. Um, so, do I, so do I write it on the board or we write it in the notebook? No, that one... I don't know. Well, no, you gotta. You can write it on the board because we're gonna. We're All we're, right. we're, we're announcing out today. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. revealing we're today. today. The 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 Merkin trilogy ends tonight. So I'm assuming that given that the the Merkin trilogy ends tonight, I guess I'm handing this off to Chris, right? Because yeah, Obert's the the like the the much like the final, the kind of the Ober. finale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is sitting in a dark room right now. Your room always looks so much brighter. Like when I log into your stream and I don't say anything, just to see like what you're what you're playing in hopes that you're not playing Pokemon. Your room is always so much brighter, and I'm always like, "That's not like it's not the room that I see 99 percent of the time." <laughs> no, listen, I don't have to put on a show for you people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, uh, I have to like plug in the light, to plug in the turn on those lights, and eh, turn this light on. I'm surprised you haven't hooked that shit up to to the uh, the echo and just been like, "Hey, turn on everything." Yeah, I probably should, but my life is. Listen, I'm. I don't. Chris I don't... thinks he's podcast better when he's sleepy. It's really what's going on. <laughs> we know that that's the energy he needs to bring to this show. Tired, <laughs> tired boy energy. Yeah, if you if you brought podcasting energy, like or or streaming energy, like we might be like the world's greatest podcast. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> why, it might why? be, but Chris doesn't want to find out. He's not willing to try. try and why mess with success at this point? Why try new things? <laughs> the Chris story, twenty twenty four. That's right, twenty twenty four. Keep 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 on keeping on. All right, so I have, uh, as as a lot of you may or may not know, I was in Florida all last week um, for a work function and all that fun stuff, um, and I actually did something in Florida. That I have never done before. I don't think. Fought a shark. No, not fought a shark. S- surfed. No, definitely not that. No. Ate a burrito. Fought no, a I've gator. Done, I've done. I've had no. Actually, I did, so eating gator actually was one thing that I. <laughs> that I okay, did, we're getting closer. We're did, getting there. Have, but that's not what I had in mind. No, I was packing Ate up to leave. No, I don't. You gross. <laughs> um, not sure, but I think that would be the knee. Um. Anyways, uh, I, as I was packing up, threw away perfectly good beer, like full cans, full cans of beer. Oh, I've, I, I've never thrown them away, but I've left them behind in hotel rooms because I couldn't pack them to come home with me. That, that was my thing is like I was and I felt I awkward. hope that the staff takes them if I don't throw them away. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe I should have just done that. But yep, threw away perfectly good beer. Um, it was actually a really funny like story. I was uh, it was my last night there. And, um, you know, where were you it was, in Florida, by the way, you got to set the scene. I was in Ocala, Florida, which is like North of Orlando. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's where distribution centers are nowhere. <laughs> yeah, actually it was, it was a little bustling. It was a little bustling anyways. So there was, uh, we were in an elevator and with like random, a bunch of people. And I overheard somebody say, oh man, I have all this beer. I don't know what to do with. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take it, you know? <laughs> Um, he's like, yeah, if you ever need to get rid of beer, like I'm a good person to take it now, mind you, I've had a few beers up to this point. Like, it's not like I wasn't sober saying this to people. So I go to, I go up to my room. I didn't think anything of it. And then like, I'm walking out to go get dinner and dude comes up and hands me four bud ices. <laughs> and it's like, here you go. And I was like, what, what is going on? Um, so I just got handed four bud ices, which, which, which. I hope you. I don't know if you're listening to the podcast right now. I assume you are, but I didn't drink them. <laughs> Not even one. No. Well, because I was going out to get more beer, and then by the time I got back, I should not have had any more beer. So like, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a whole thing. But um, no, yep. He was like, and then the next day at work, he was like, "Did I give you a bunch of beer at the elevator?" And I was like, <laughs> "I should have said no. I should have said no. It would have been so amazing." But I was like, "Yeah, no, you did." <laughs> 
how many but like no i just saw there was a random uh plant in the hallway that somebody stuck four butt ices into right (laughs) curiously how many homeless people did you pass um i i didn't see many maybe i wasn't paying attention well enough um because i've done that before in miami leaving mm-hmm. too like to just kind of get rid of beer i've walked outside and just gave it to a homeless guy i was like hey i was like you want beer and he was like yeah and so i gave him, I gave him the <laughs> yeah, rest of my four pack and he was like yeah. thank you i was like no problem it was on the company dime man <laughs> yeah i know right um so that whole that whole entertaining story to say that i'm bringing another outer light beer <laughs> that whole story to say I am bringing a Bud Ice on the podcast today. Yeah, I thought for sure. What did I like, miss? You're gonna be like, I brought one home out of all of them. No, I probably could have packed them, but I I also was like afraid that it was gonna like break open and spill over. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't have like the proper packing tools. What gets but. what gets wet though? I mean, your clothes, big big whoop. I mean, I've I've thought I've done the same. Just throw them in the bag. Whatever yeah. they break open, your clothes get wet. True. But it's also like blood, blood, blood ice. It's like, yeah, all right. Anyways, anyways, um, this I believe for me is a new. Chris, Chris this is disappointing. Yeah, well, let's listen. Twenty twenty four. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is I believe a new one for me. Uh, it's brewed in collaboration with the chamber, the uh, the Greater Mystic Chamber of Commerce. Very interesting. And it's a New England IPA called Walk Your Horses. So, um. You know, we talked about our light a little bit last episode. Um, so here it is. I know it's hard to tell in the dark room, but it's... it's well, actually, there's a way to fix that problem. If only. We won't find out. It's actually a really nice looking beer. It's got a nice thick head on it. A nice bubbly head. It's a nice, beautiful orange color. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to light up like a like a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you might... Listen, you might get got. You might get got from a T-Rex. There might be a l- little bit of light uh it might blind him if you look at it but um a very nice looking beer heads dying down a little bit still probably got a like i don't know half an inch on there so um very excited i mean it's a new england ipa um i don't know if we talked about this i don't love outer lights ipas like they're not bad but they're not my favorite um in comparison I to their stouts i really like their i stouts. can't think of one of their subduction is that their IPA? yeah subductions theirs yeah so let's I see I, I don't see it like it, it doesn't it does not come around me yeah, I think I think they also brought me up a nuclear subduction IPA, which I thought I had had before, but I don't think I did. It was fine. It was fine. Um, but that's like a—I don't even know if I would consider that a New England IPA. So, um, but anyways, let's jump into this one. Kind of cool can art. It's got like the um, what is it? The Mystic River Bascule Bridge. So it is the hundredth anniversary. Oh, okay, fine, fancy. That's kind of kind of neat, fun can art right there. So, so um, let's see. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, walk your horses. It smells very citrusy. Yeah, it's um, it's fine. It's not bad. Definitely heavy. No butt ice. No butt ice. Yeah, I mean it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not the ice champagne of beers or anything. This um, ain't worth getting your clothes all wet for, you know. <laughs> Um, but no, it's, so I have a feeling and I don't know cause it doesn't say, I have a feeling it's very heavy on citra hops just by the taste of it. Um, whenever I get a beer that's like very citra hop heavy, it's always like very sweet to me. Like I don't get a ton of that like bitterness that I enjoy in my New England IPAs, but, um, uh, this one is very sweet. It has a tiny bit of, um, like bitterness on the very end. So, um, but overall I get, um, a very citrusy forward taste, and then it kind of sweetens up on you. And it stays pretty sweet. It's a relatively easy drinker at six point one percent, so not too not too terrible heavy. Yeah, I'm just getting like a it's it's like a bath of uh, of of citrus right now. So, um, and a little bit a little bit of uh, sweetness, almost almost like a sweetness that's like there's excess sugars in this beer that didn't get fermented. You know. Um, but I think I feel that way about a lot of Outer Lights. I think that's like the my main feedback about all of Outer Lights uh, IPAs is that they're very sweet. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And yeah, I don't know. Like, because I mean, I love their stouts. Uh, we've talked about that. Um, I think they do a really well, good job with stouts. Whatever, whatever that coffee stout is that they make is delicious. Yeah. No libation propaganda. I have one in the fridge. I'm just like kind of saving them. <laughs> um, 
but uh you know this one is good i definitely i don't know i feel like outer light has like this like cult following it's probably gonna have like 122 check-ins and be rated like a 9.2 or something because everybody in in groton loves them um i think it's i think it's fine i think it's a i feel like i feel like i should get harder in my grading but i'm gonna i'm gonna do it 2024 get get harder grading i'm saying it's a three and a half like it's not bad okay it's not bad it's not bad but i've had a lot of other 375 beers that i like more than this so like what am i gonna say you know yeah the the rare three and a half from chris i know <laughs> not, in 2020, not in 2024 anymore apparently nope <laughs> 2024 um, everybody is getting docked points out of according to untapped though there's 234 chickens okay that's more than i thought see i feel like people are going to like this more than i do clearly um I, it does not deserve a four i will explicitly say that it does not deserve a four um i wouldn't be surprised if it hits a four only because people are people um and they're bad at beer but the first number that came into my mind was a 3.86 and that's what i'm gonna go with i'm gonna stick with a 3.86 and uh todd's gonna tell me it was like a 494 or something <laughs> something like that first ever minus point <laughs> i know right <laughs> I mean, so you do lose a point. It's a four nine four. Ah, oh, I knew it. Should guess that. Um, no, actually, uh, in a rare turn of events, um, it is a three eight four. So you're also point oh. two off. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Plot thickens. Oh wow. Well, see, look, this will be. We were dialed in that time. Ooh, uh, yeah, maybe we'll be awarding more than three points tonight. Who knows? <laughs> oh, let's go. I'm pretty. I'm happy about that. That was that was perfectly deduced. Thank you. <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh man. Okay, the entire so I time it's... I thought you were gonna guess really high, and I was like, oh shit, like no, nope. no, nope. like this is gonna be easy. Miss Cleo got spoke this. to me in the bag. Todd Cleo yep. spoke to me. Okay, I guess it's time for the thrilling conclusion. Mm. Of, you know, a better sound, Merkin. a better sound guy would have had the final countdown ready to go. go. Maybe in preparation. But, but at the same time, I also know that Europe is like very big at like suing people who play their songs. So, well, anyway, I'm here with the 2017 dun, 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 Velvet Merkin, dun, 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 dun. a seven-year-old beer. Dun, dun, Jeez, dun, dun. it's older than my oldest son. <laughs> That's you right. This is this is a good time for this. Good old Pete Gong action. All right, so I cracked it open. Let's see. Again, similar to the last two, kind of a muted aroma. It is funny doing a vertical flight over, like, how long has it been? Like, five weeks now? Six <laughs> weeks? All of the weeks. But uh, pour it in the glass here. See what we got. It also looks like it pours very similar consistency to the last two, right? Not not one of these maple bourbon barrel yada, yada, yadas. This is just an oatmeal stout. It does. It is bourbon barrel aged, but it's not, like super duper thick with extra c's again i uh eight and a half abv so not not burn your beard hairs off of your face high alcohol i am getting richer aromas in the glass though more caramelly than i did before um yeah just like a how do i even describe it yeah like a molassesy caramel kind of that earthier sweetness that you would expect but okay it's been seven years now, this beer, your time has come. Cheers. Cheers. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. I figure uh, Daltry or Daltry's uh, scream would be really good for you. Yeah, there we go. I think Chris <laughs> was the one who needed it, though, so to kind of liven him up. No, don't try and so, ruin my New Year's resolution already. <laughs> sleepy podcasting. We're all doing it. Um, so I have some thoughts on this beer. This is, I think, the one I have the most favorable opinion for so far. Um, again, that's expectation setting. But it's also bad news for Firestone Walker because this being the oldest one, that would mean that the recipe has gotten worse every year, <laughs> right? Like 
you would think that I, the further back in time you go, the less tasty they would be. But um, Well, I mean, that means at one point in time they were a good brewery. That's true. Um, yeah, this is matured, I think, into a, a, a deeper richness that the other two did not have. Again, it's thinner mouthfeel, but it leaves you, the back of your tongue, a little bit more of the oatmeal stout bourbon barrel goodness. Still not great. Um, but, you know, I'm glad this is my last one. I don't think I'll buy Velvet Mer- Merkin again. Uh, but it was a fun experiment. 375. You know, I think it's what I might have given the other two. Maybe a four. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think I did give the other ones a four, which is why it's funny that me saying this is the one I like the best. I'm giving a 375. But I think I've just come to further cement how I feel about them and being like, yeah, okay, this is it's a 375 beer. So remind me again, this is the Velvet American 2017, 8.5% ABV, correct? Correct. Bourbon barrel aged oatmeal stout. Yeah, I'm liking it. Um, I don't know. The more I'm drinking, the less I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over it already after five sips. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I hate so, to be anticlimactic with, with the vertical, but you know. <laughs> so um, what do you think 13,140 people thought of it? So I don't remember my guesses. Which I should because I go back and edit these podcasts <laughs> after we say this stuff. So you think, but I'm pretty sure I gave the first one a four, second one a 4.02. Um, you would be correct, by the way. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, I, okay. Now listeners are at least on the same page I am. Is this better? This is over a four. This is definitely over a four. If your evil twin almost got a 4.49 or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't, I was too busy. I was too in my own head. How many check-ins? 13,140. Okay. You could have said 1340 and I would have been like, yeah, okay. 13,000. Maybe it isn't above a four. Um, okay. I guess a 4.0, 4.02. I guess I got to say 4.01, you know, just to be consistent. <laughs> Split the difference. <laughs> yeah. So oh, this how is do the... you want to do this? Yeah, I know. The big, big, big reveal. I think we should go over... The scores, where we kind of stand for the last last couple of weeks. Okay. So before we reveal tonight's prize money prize. Uh, Who's the one, truest precipitant of them all? Week one, you gave the uh, 2019, correct? Velvet Merkin. Yeah. A uh, 4.0. Untapped. I don't remember how many check-ins. I did not write that down. Um, Untapped gave that a uh, a 4.14. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Wow. So Snap. you're 0.14 off. Uh, yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> not great. The following episode, try the 2018 version, and you gave that a 4.02. Untapped gave that a 4.1. Uh, getting closer. Getting closer. <laughs> there, there, we go. there we go. Untapped comes down, I come up. Let's, <laughs> let's. <laughs> so then, and I, I believe I have a drum roll. Hang on. 0.02 away. Because <laughs> oh, you read. Drum roll. <laughs> This week, as we all know, you gave it a 4.01. And Untapped gave this one a 4.16. Oh my god. Mm. So I am actually a little shocked because you said this was the best out of all three and you gave it not the best rating out of all three. Uh, Right, right. I, it was the number of check-ins. I didn't remember the other ones having so many high, had such a high number of check-ins. Yeah. So the higher check-ins is, made me bring it down a little bit. Yeah, 13,000 is a lot. So the um to to summarize everything that we've just done here. In week 1 of this process, Chris gained a point. With a, with a, how far off was He it? had he had the crisp little thing and he was 0. 0.06 off. Hell yeah. Go nice. team. Good job, Chris. Thank you. Week 2 of this one episode that aired on january 18th obert you won the point that week oh Ooh. wow you were 0.08 off damn it so we were chris and i were terrible <laughs> um, and then this week chris and i at this point have tied, tied. Mm-hmm. so chris earns two check marks I so everybody mark gets on the board everybody everybody's on the board we all win chris might win more than the rest of us but we all win you <laughs> know well, i think this means i think this means chris retakes second place it does. Chris has is, Chris is firmly got yeah. that second place podium in so this hand. Is a big, no, this is a big event. No participation ribbon, though. No. I have to say. No. And uh, we'll get to the results of our poll in a minute. But uh, um, I just want to add, 
I feel very good, even though I did kind of tie a hand behind my back with this whole method. I feel like it would have been unfair with how close these three ratings are to be like, well, the last one was a 4.12 and then a 4.14. I don't know what this one, you know what I mean? Well, so I will say that like, so this one, so two weeks ago or two, two bottles ago, that one was a 4.14. So the one a week or the middle one, the 2018 was a 4.1 even. Right. And then this one would be the highest at a 4.16. So right. relatively Haven't, in the same area, but still yeah. not. But if I had if I had that information going into tonight, I would have been like, I'm locked in. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it was I think it was a fair way to do this. But I'm going to update the whiteboard. Um, I, I am. We I did allude to our other our other poll, though. Maybe we could share the results of uh, our voting over on the Discord from our burial of broccoli stock triple ipa <laughs> so uh speaking of the poll uh, we the results are somewhat in really listeners i'm disappointed in your lack of going over to discord and voting um yes shame them but that'll make them want to participate exactly um but i will say that uh we we did get some participation and interestingly enough like even people who are like regularly participate in the, D- the discord i'm looking at you sal uh did not vote in this in this process but the winner is chop the florets off which i believe is chris no that no, one no, was no. me that one was over oh that's that's over yeah mine was the good one. Uh, <laughs> well no i believe my good was one the with the with the, the fewest votes that good one you're talking about? Was this a beer? I believe mine was the best one, but apparently my oh. wife did not believe so because she even voted for Oprah. Oh yeah. Um, which you know I don't. To in in my wife's defense, she has not been to to Barrel Souls or, or to to Burial, so she doesn't understand the stupid naming convention that they have. And I could tell the people who have never been to Burial did not vote for mine. But hackless you know, I've did. been to Burial. And I voted for mine. Yeah. So. And I voted for mine because it was the best. <laughs> um, but no, that's it. So I am I am man of the, the beer naming people, I guess. Uh, double participant ripping for me. <laughs> Times two. <laughs> Times two factorial. Um, it's yep. really disappointing that when your own wife doesn't, your own wife costs you the win. That, that one hurts. <laughs> You know, uh, she just wants to chop the florets off. What can I say? So, um, tis the season still. <laughs> Chris has a, Chris has a fresh book of Mad Libs. Let's um, let's fill what it in. Say with when some... it's like July and we're doing a Mad Lib. Tis is, tis is, the tis the July. Is is Mad Lib? Is Mad Lib like a historically Christmasy? Well, thing? you did get it like as a Christmas gift. I did. I did. That's very true. So um, that was why I said it. But yeah. So for for all of our friends listening at home. Uh, just a reminder, this is a craft beer Mad Libs that uh, was gifted to me by my boss specifically for the podcast. So, um, oh, this could be a fun one. Um, so let me let me let me pick out two decent ones uh, and I'll let you guys choose uh, based on based on the name, based on the name. All right, let's do let's do this. OK, so you can either choose from <clears throat> beer today, gone tomorrow, or you you know, you've had too much beer when. You know you've had too much beer when it's, for two hundred dollars. It's the only right choice, honestly. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I like would have been one. I would have been pretty upset if you guys uh if you guys didn't pick that one. So, so. you know you've had too much beer when. It's funny because you said is it a Christmas thing? In my mind, I don't know about you guys, but Mad Libs is a um road trip thing for me. That oh. was when I was a kid. That was how we when we had a long drive for like holidays, you know, to see family on Thanksgiving, we would uh you know, stop at the pharmacy, <laughs> stop, you know, stop at the Jewish city pharmacy and, and pick up a Mad Libs for the road. And you could kill, you could kill an hour that way with filling in the book. I, I can safely say, I don't think I ever owned a Mad Libs book. I, I've owned a few. I don't, I, 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 I never really did a ton, but this one obviously. I think I always did them in like school. Like it was always like a, like a last day of school, like activity or something, or a first day of school activity or something like that. The first just, day you I don't know th- what an adjective is yet. So. <laughs> I still, I, you know what? Speaking of which, I got to look up what an adjective is real quick. That's the descriptor one. Yeah, but like, what is? Hang on. All right, are you guys ready to get started? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Uh, give me a noun. Dinosaur cup. Number fourteen. Part of the body. 
phalange. Just one. <laughs> I think I know how to spell this. Uh, I guess you're not. You know, you've had too much. I guess so. Yeah. Pho lan g. Listen, it's phonetical. I got it. I think it's. I think it's a ph. <laughs> it's phonetical. Uh, verb ending in ing. Stumbling. Phalange. Uh, another number. 69. Nice. Type of food. Uh, fully loaded nachos. I love how you guys are using like 19,000 word long things. <laughs> oh, now that you say it, Chris, this, watch out. The space is this big. <laughs> Pl- plural noun. Like the hardest place to spell. <laughs> Poughkeepsie, New York. Plural. Poughkeepsie. Oh, Poughkeepsie plural. Oh, I thought you said proper, no. proper noun. Sorry. <laughs> no, plural noun, not, po- not proper. Um, proper noun. Proper noun? Plural no, noun. No, plural, plural noun. Plural. I'm sorry, I screwed you up. Stegosauruses. Occupation. Taxi driver. So this is your time to use, like, like neurological <laughs> nuclear physicist. Part of the body again. Phlebotomist. <laughs> what was that? Part of the body again. Um, metatarsal. It's a bone. Part of a body. I guess. Adjective. I, I, don't, I, you know, I don't understand why this guy was no good at Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Long. Verb. Way too short. Verb. It's an action. Slipping. Celebrity. Uh, who was the guy who had winning? Charlie Sheen. I was thinking Katie Couric for some reason. I don't know why that was the first one that popped to my mind. <laughs> A place. Poughkeepsie. (laughs) New York, to be precise. United States of America. (laughs) I have no idea how to spell that either, but it's okay. Type of building? Incinerator. Country. Where's Borat from? Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Matter you guys aren't going to read this ever anyway, so... I'm sitting here trying to like spell Kazakhstan. All right, episode 500, we're going to go back through our greatest. <laughs> the question is, gr- is, can Chris read it back? Our greatest Mad Libs of all time. Chris could be like, po, 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 kipsy? All right. <clears throat> all right, here we go. This is your official Mad Lib for you know you've had too much beer when. Beer is a whole lot of dinosaur cup when consumed in moderation, but you know you've had one or 14 too many when. You text your ex that you miss their beautiful phalange. <laughs> your stumbling makes the neighbors complain. You leave, you leave a $69 tip for the bartender. I mean, that's just classy. That's just classy right there. Right. You binge eat every fully loaded nacho in your kitchen. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I mean, mean, right? That's, that's what I do when I'm drunk. That's what they're there for. Right. You have trouble finding the stegosauruses to open your front door. <laughs> Hate it when that happens. Stem, they're always wandering off, you know. You enroll in an online course to become a taxi driver. You wake up the next morning with your metatarsal throbbing. <laughs> you start telling the long, long story of how you, <laughs> you learned to slipping. <laughs> you, you start doing the Charlie Sheen impression that your friends all hate. <laughs> That one makes sense. There was a few that made sense. You're no longer welcome back in Poughkeepsie, New York, or the incinerator, or Kazakhstan. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you know when you've had too much beer. Surprisingly made a lot of sense. Yay. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Okay, so with that, it's time. We whip out the Frosty Mug Wisdom. Blow some dust off of it. It's been a little bit. Whip out this Frosty Mug. Fill it up with wisdomy wisdom, goodness. Oh, Got to go uh, through the dishwasher. Like, oh no! Love. next week. Oh yeah, we'll be back in about two hours when uh, <laughs> it comes out. Okay, we're back. We just wait. <laughs> frosty mug, a dishwasher. Well, Jordan, take it away. I'm frosty. <laughs> oh, oh no! Okay, we gotta put it back in the freezer. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! All right, 
Jordan, thank you. As always, tonight's co-winners, uh, Chris and Todd, um, neither of them virtual high five here, but oh, does that mean we did it? I have to go first. I also have to say, whose freezer is dusty? Um, the one that holds the frosty mug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you generally have a lot of dust flying around in your freezer? I'm concerned about your freezer now. Ober um, didn't say it was his freezer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just yeah, concerned. Go, well, I'm concerned about whatever freezer we put this mug in. I go down to the basement, open the dust-filled freezer, and uh, no, the problem is I only put the mug in the freezer about two hours before we record, so mm. it had all that time to get dust on it. Why don't it we, didn't why dust do we, it off. Why do we ever take it out of the freezer, though? To drink out of it. Yeah, but then we put it back. Well, again, we got the dishwasher cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? For this for this like error, over you have to go first. You weren't even okay. You weren't even paying attention. <laughs> so this week I have a tabletop game. I've, I like to bring these. Um, they're always always a good time. This one I think is very approachable. It's great for a weeknight. It you could play it in like thirty minutes. Quick game. It's called Dice Throne, and Throne is spelled like a king or queen sits in. Um, the game mechanics are similar to Yahtzee. So you have five dice and you roll them three times, choosing which dice you want to save and re-roll. Um, but it's almost like an RPG version of Yahtzee where you pick out a character that you want to play as and these characters have different game boards and different dice. So they're all still six-sided dice, but um, different characters will have different abilities. Like, oh, mine... If I'm going to roll a small straight, I can, um, you know, steal health from you. Or my character, when I get a large straight, I ha get a dodge token that if I then roll a one or a two on a defensive roll, like your attack will miss. So, you, you know, you start with like 50 HP, you and your opponent in your rolls of dice battle each other to um, outlast and kill, kill your opponent. So it's kind of a cool, like, modern twist. Like I said, an RPG twist on Yahtzee. Um, super easy to teach anybody to play. Like, would not be hard to learn. Um, there's also, you know, like, you draw a card and, you know, you have a hand of cards that do certain things, like let you make certain dice wild and change change your outcome of your rolls or force your opponent to re-roll dice that they were trying to save. Um, so I like it because it's not a super intensive strategy game. Every time you get your dice... There's a chance that you roll your five sixes and do your ultimate attack. So, like, you're never out of the game. You can always roll, like, get a crazy good roll. You never know what you're going to roll. Like, just that's the fun of, of the, these dice games, you know? I like a strategy game every now and again, but I also really love just rolling dice, you know? Um, I bought a couple of the sets. I have I another game for you that you can win money at when you roll dice. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear about it. Um <laughs> I bought a couple of the sets. Um, Barbarian versus Moon Elf was the first one. And then uh, Vampire Lord versus some other Aphrodite goddess something. Uh, but um, it was so it was like 20 bucks for a two-character pack. And you can buy like a whole season of characters for probably like 100 bucks. But they're all interchangeable, right? Like you can just go and play with anybody else. And um, I think you can play two, three, four, maybe like six, up to six people. I don't know. But it's um I've only been doing it one on one and it's a lot of fun. So I'll put uh some kind of link to something, maybe just an Amazon link in the the show notes. So check it out. I like it. I'm always looking for new games. I don't tend to buy a lot of games, um board board games. Um, but I like the idea of board games. Like board games intrigue me. I just don't have anybody who wants to play board games with me. Um, now about a year ago, I did buy you a puzzle. I will say that I've never built the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I need to build. I need to build the puzzle. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you and told you I build it. I do need to build the puzzle. I had a um, feeling that it, you didn't just casually do the thousand piece puzzle and it never come up between us. Yeah, no, um, I need to do this puzzle. Um, I'm, I'm maybe the puzzle is a good idea because when I try to play board games with my wife, um, she doesn't like to. Uh, she doesn't like to play board games because I'm very competitive and I like to win. Um, and you don't and like to lose. More importantly, I don't like to lose. <laughs> but like, she is Same. not competitive. No, so like she just likes to like Dana too. She just likes to play the board game. And 
that's not fun for me. Like when, like the last time we played a board game was last year, around this time. Oh, uh, maybe so. Maybe we'll build the puzzle after the Super Bowl because that's generally when we have time is on Sundays or Saturdays. Um, but we played Ticket to Ride, and I wiped the floor, like destroyed, like like quadrupled, quintupled uh, her score. So like she does not like to play board games with me. But maybe a puzzle, or maybe this dice game because it is just dice, right? I mean, it's just right. It's just there's no. There's no skill involved, right? Really? I mean, you can't be better at rolling the dice. It's the luck of the draw. Well, I will say there is a lot of strategy to deciding which dice to save and re-roll, right? Ooh. Like in Yahtzee, you're like, okay, do I want to keep these three dice and play it safe maybe? Or do I want to re-roll all five? Or what do I want to do? So like depending on So this how might be a good one then because yeah, she might be a little bit more strategy. into Because like right. she won't play like, she won't even play Mario Kart against me because like, too good at Mario Kart. She won't play Mario Party. Too good at Mario Party. So like, I will say now she's not on the call to defend herself. So <laughs> this is true. She's not here to defend herself. But I think she would tell you that she does not like playing games against me. And it's not at all because you're a sore loser. No, I'm definitely not a sore loser. You guys have beat me in games before. Not no, a, I'm not just a teasing. sore loser. Just teasing. I like the competitiveness of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Speaking of being a sore loser. Uh, I am I am the the sorest loser this week, <laughs> so I think I think that Todd should go next. Yeah, I'll take the mug next. Um, so part of my New Year's resolution, which I'm still kind of holding up through uh, February second, which is when this podcast is airing, right? February first, so one of those two days. Really, we days. didn't make a single Groundhog's Day joke. Is it the second then, or is it the first? I think it's the first. Uh, the first. Yeah, the first. So watch out before, for that groundhog tomorrow, people. <laughs> before the groundhog comes and sees its shadow, and there's you know forever more of winter. Um, I do want to say something that I bought that's kind of helped me through this this process. So one of my New Year's resolutions is to drink a little bit less beer. Um, just trying to cut back on the carbs, trying to be a little healthier. You know, not give up alcohol, but still be you know you know still be fit. You know, hashtag #tudfit. Um, so I've been trying to make uh, more old fashions and. I like so you're not cutting back on the booze, just the calories <laughs> in the booze. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So one of the things that I always like when you go out and you order an old fashioned is sometimes like, and I, I have to order at every restaurant. So you get like the smoked old fashioned, where like it's going to come out and it's going to have something burning on top of it. There's going to be smoke and it's going to taste all smoky good along with your bourbon old fashioned mix. It's one of my favorite things about going out and getting an old fashioned when I get when I do that. So I said to myself, self, this. So you're 2024. There's got to be a way to do this at home. And you do have a smoker. And I do have a smoker. <laughs> but that's not what I bought. <laughs> I bought a cocktail smoking kit. Um, Ooh. Ooh, okay. This thing comes with six different flavors of wood chips. And so what it is, it's a, it's a, it's a little like like wooden contraption that goes on top of your your glass. And it has a little, uh, has a, a metal wire f- mesh piece that goes into the middle of the wood and so you can light it with a torch and then put the cover on the the wooden piece and the smoke will fill the glass as the wood chips inside the wire mesh burn thus giving you a smoky flavor to your drink um pretty cool pretty cool way of uh, infusing some smoke smokiness into your drink there's also directions within this package on how to do smoked um, ice cubes which i have not done yet or to smoke a bottle of wine which sounds pretty cool um so there's a lot of things you can smoke so far can you smoke a beer i don't see why not you have to smoke a beer this is a good idea that's <laughs> see this is this is a great idea i have not done that yet i've only smoked old fashions um that's all i've done so far so far so good it, this the six flavors that this package comes with is oak pear apple cherry pecan and beech and so far i've had the oak the apple and the cherry and all have been fantastic um Really cool way to kind of spice up a, a, a cocktail. You know, sometimes I like an old, a normal old-fashioned, so sometimes I won't smoke them. But, you know, when you're feeling a little froggy and you're like, yeah, let's let's try something cool. Why not just add a little smoke to your glass? Uh, makes you feel like a man. You get to light a fire. That's pretty cool, too. Um, and then you get to smoke your drink. Fantastic. I can't wait to try some, some smoky uh, ice cubes. I'm going to do that next. Um, and... Look out for smoked beer in the future on this podcast because that's a that's a good idea. Yeah, I was gonna say you got to bring this on the show. I think just having it as a handle is not enough. Well, I will do that. That's the I will put a we'll put a 
link to the uh, the item in the description of this podcast. So go check that out. And it wasn't badly priced either. It was like 25 bucks for this smoker. And you got six different flavors of wood. Nice. And if you want to spend 40 bucks, you can buy one that comes with the torch. But I already had a torch. So I didn't need that. So uh, Chris, I'll hand this mug off to you. All right. So I recently, um, like I always do, I was uh, going through. Hand it. Threw away beer in a hotel. Yep, that's it. Do that sometimes. Live your life. Uh, don't ruin your clothes, etc. No. Um, I feel like there's uh, got to be a way to prank the, your your colleague who gave you the four butt ices somehow. Right. Just put him on his like. Does he work in the same building as you? Can he, you walk he, in with four butt ices? No, he does not. Put him on his desk. I don't even know. I don't even remember what building he ended up going to. But it's okay. You're like, he might have just been a random guy in the hotel. That would have been even better. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And then he showed up at work the next day. That's not creepy. Um, but uh, a, w- a little while ago, on it must have been a Black Friday sale or something like that, I made a a of a, like you know a purchase of a video game that I uh, I never played before, and and it was it was it was a good price, and uh, you know it sat in the case until this past weekend. And I finally broke it open and, and tried it. And that is a uh, surprise. Wait, I have no idea what this could be. Right. No idea. No, no clues. What genre of game we're about to hear. <laughs> yeah. You probably, you probably, uh, what universe of, of games <laughs> this could even be a part of. I know. I know. It's going to be really, listen, I don't, everybody, are you sitting down? <laughs> are you driving? Cause you should pull off the side of the road. We hear this. Um, but I started playing... This will be timely. I'm sure this will be a relevant new game, though, right? <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, you know, I, in, in in fear of jumping the shark, it's not Pokemon, so we hopefully... <laughs> oh, oh, sweet Tud. Sweet, sweet Tud. <laughs> uh, I started playing Pokemon Mystery... So you've played these all. You've, no, you've I, played haven't, them all. I haven't played this one. This one I've not played until now, and I'm, I, I like it. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. Um, it came out now, mind you. This particular version came out three, almost four, almost four years ago. But so uh, just like his TV shows, he's really up. He's up to date. Up to date. Twenty twenty four. Up to date. So um, don't change in twenty twenty four. Don't don't change. change. Don't change. Um, but you know, it's a it's a dungeon crawler style like team building Pokemon game. Um, not quite. Not 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 like your typical Pokemon experience. So, uh, but I've been really enjoying it. It's it it's a remake of I believe the original uh, po- set of Pokemon Mystery Dungeons. So it's a uh, it's like a remake of those, um, which is good because I haven't played a single one up until up until this one. So, um, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, you know, the kids enjoy it too. Uh, they watch me play and they try to guess what's happening in the story and stuff like that. It's really funny. Um, but I'm 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 enjoying it. It's something a little different. The nice thing about these kind of things is is like you know because it's like a, a it's like a set level dungeon crawl thing. Like if you only have like 15, 20 minutes to play or something, you could like hop in and like run through a dungeon real quick and then you know finish up your stuff and then you can you can make it on. It doesn't you don't have to play for like hours upon hours upon hours. But even though I have been, you can. But if you don't have that kind of time, you don't have to. So um, it's a few years old. Uh, you, I think I picked it up for like 20 bucks around Black Friday. So, you know, if you keep an eye out, you might be able to get it pretty cheap sometime. But if uh, you're a Pokemon fan, like I assume everybody is, it's worth checking out, I think. There's also never heard of this game before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just can't believe that, like, this was not the game I was expecting you to bring to the podcast. I guess that's kind of on me for... Expecting something other than Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is like, that is on you, Ted. To be honest, yeah, that is. But like, I even like provided. I even provided Chris with like a Pokemon-like game to go try, and he didn't even do that. No, it's expensive. <laughs> this one I already had. I already had this game. It was already. I mean, it is cheaper than a normal game. The new Pokemon-like game. Yeah, I know. I know. I was watching some friends play it. Uh, I do. Well, I we will w- not speak of it because we don't want to. We, we don't want to ruin it because it'll be a future. In about handle. six months, it will be. It'll either be my handle or Chris's handle. One of the six two. months or four years. One of the two. <laughs> Somewhere between. <laughs> Anywhere between six months and four years. At the point that CJ has inherited the show when he turns twenty-one, it might be it'll be handled then. Yes, yes. I cannot wait. I cannot wait till he gets to take over. <laughs> CJ drinking with you guys every week. That's my dream. <laughs> Just outsourcing the uh, the podcast. Yeah, there we go. 
What do we have to do? We have to have a we have to have a contingency plan or a continuance plan for all of us. Minus CJ, <laughs> right? Minus that's funny. Minus also CJ. <laughs> oh crap! I guess mine have to be Lucas. So. <laughs> there you go. That's smart. Uh, so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the producers who provided today's beers. I will thank Evil Twin surprisingly for their even more Xmas Miracle 2022. I would like to thank Outer Light Brewing Company for the Walk Your Horses. And I'm going to thank Firestone Walker for their 2017 Velvet Merkin. Please make sure sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you head over to uh, the the email and hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Head over to Discord, join the conversation over there. Uh, You can still vote in the poll, by the way. I can still win this thing in like two weeks from now. The poll doesn't close. So... Go. Yeah, go vote. Go look at the options. Vote for your best one. I'm not. Af- I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. Me neither. So go out, do that because I would love to win this. I really want to win this. Um, do that, and then uh, you can head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. You get extra episodes of uh, Drinking with Our Friends. Uh, it's also a good way to support the podcast monetarily, so we can do cool things. And finally, if you don't want to do that, uh, head over to your favorite uh, podcast app, leave us a five-star rating and review, or leave us a one-star rating and review if you really want to. I mean, just leave us a rating and a review. You insert the rating and the review, and you hit enter. If you don't want to do that, just tell your friends about us. We're pretty cool people, I think, 90% of the time. Um, so do that. And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I really do want to play this pseudo Pokemon game. It would be great if I got into this one and like started my own streaming channel just of this game and only ever played this game just to just to combat Chris. There you go. You should. I'm surprised like your channel hasn't been requested this. Um, I guess it's not too, Pokemon. It, there's there's it's too new. There's been some people. There's also some people that just don't. They're like, oh, it's Pokemon ripoff, you know. <sighs> oh, I mean, it. I'm not saying it is wholeheartedly, but you've seen some of the the the, the creatures. Ha, ha, ha.